Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rusty Quill presents. Hey everyone, Alex Etalander here. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to mention a new show I started called Book Banter, where I talk about books I've enjoyed. Some new, some old, and sometimes I have guests on to chat about specific books with me. The first episode is up now where I talk about my love of books. Just search for the Book Banter podcast wherever you get access to your shows, or check out ostiumpodcast.com for more info. Okay, that's enough from me. On with the show. Station Blue. Have you ever ended up in a place, a building, where you can immediately tell what sort of place you're in, what the climate is like outside, whether it's hot and arid or cold and icy? The building and its insides appear to absorb the conditions of the place where it's located. I'm in one of those right now. As soon as I stepped through the door, I got the sense for it. The stark concrete walls and floor, the stark limited furniture, the harsh whiteness of the light, and the physical temperature of the place. Everything feels cold and uninviting, which leads me to infer I'm in a very cold place. I'm just going to take a stab in the dark here and guess we're in Antarctica. Yeah, feels about right. So, let's go find out. It's way too bright in here, starting to feel like I'm in some sort of prison, but like in some weird hidden place that no one knows exists, and keeping you in constantly blinding light is one of the forms of torture, or I'm in an asylum. Hopefully not Arkham Asylum. I walk down a staircase into a dim hallway with lots of closed doors. I feel I'm in my element here, you know, with all the doors and the walking, like I've done this a lot of times before. So, I'm calm, cool and collected. Emphasis on cool. Actually, I'm more cold and collected. Where do these doors lead? To storerooms and closets and bedrooms? Or will one lead me to the edge of the universe, where another takes me to a pressurized village at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean? And of course, none of them will be ostium. 
None of them will take me back to Gibraltar. None of them will return me to Steve, Jean, or Monica. But if there's something I've learned through all this, it's that I can't give up. And that's when I start to hear a humming. It's coming from further down the hall. I keep walking and it gets louder. I don't recognize the song at all. It's kind of haunting, but in a good way. Nice and minor. It's calming in a way. Makes me feel less worried about the state I'm in, I guess. And then I'm at a set of double doors where it's coming from. I reach for the handle to open the door, then stop. No, that's not right. Instead, I knock three times, then step back and wait. Seconds pass. I start to wonder if I need to knock again. And then there's a clanking sound and the door opens. There's a man standing there on crutches with a bandage covering his forehead. And he looks fucking terrified. I can't blame him. Hi, um, I'm sorry if I startled you. My name's Jake Fisher. I have this ability. I can travel through doors and through time and space. I never know where I'm going to end up and... Looks like this time I ended up here, in this cold place. Where are we? The Antarctic or something? We're in Antarctica. You've been here a long time, by yourself, haven't you? Yes. So if I said I'm sort of a time traveler from a place called Ostium, and I traveled through time by going through different doors, and then I started being able to make all my own doors, except the last time I did it, I, I lost concentration, just for a second... I was exhausted, and now I'm lost in time and trying to find my way back to Ostium. Well, technically, it's the Ostium network. But you'd be cool with that? Uh, that's a lot to unpack. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's complex. Have you ever seen Back to the Future? No. Oh, well, there are these great movies about time travel. In Back to the Future too. Do you want tea? I'm making tea. That would be great, actually. I love tea. What kinds do you have? Black. So what's the Ostium network? Well, it's the corporation that came up with this whole time-traveling scheme. It's on the island of Gibraltar. A corporation? Yeah. Apparently, at some point in the future, it looks like it gets blown up. But really, this guy who runs the Ostium network uh, somehow made it disappear from the real world and reappear on another plane of existence. That's a little hard to believe. Tell me about it. Are you hungry? I've got some dinner started. That sounds great. I can't actually remember the last time I ate anything. But you just mentioning food made me realize I'm starving. Good. It's not fancy, but hot food beats cold cereal. Sounds great. So you've been time traveling, using doors, and you can't get back to your home? How are you holding up with all of that? You know, I haven't really taken a second to stop and actually take stock of how I'm doing. Everything's been so hectic. I guess stressed. Definitely stressed. And lost, too. I mean, I may never be able to get back to Ostium. This might be the rest of my life now, traveling through worlds looking for a way home. That sounds horrible. I'm doing what I did before. Collecting, um, I don't know exactly what you'd call them. Trinkets? Talismans? Little things? Objects that I bring back with me. In Ostium, there's a map table showing where all the doors are. And that's what we did before. Brought those trinkets back and put them on the map table. And then some crazy shit would usually happen. We? Yeah, her name's Monica. 
she was also traveling through the doors looking for her son, and she eventually found him, and we were all together for the first time. It was going great, and then we had to deal with something that was causing these rifts, and we took care of that too. Monica and I kicked its ass, basically, and that's when I screwed up and lost them. Lost Monica. Sounds like she means a lot to you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm still very much in love with her, even though she did some questionable things that she thought were helping me and were helping her continue looking for her son. They weren't the best choices she ever made, but she thought they were the right ones. Does she love you? (sighs) I think so. Yeah, she does. At the end, there before we had to deal with the big bad, we were okay. Things were right again, and then I lost her. Well, maybe she's looking for you, like she was looking for her son. Huh, I never thought of that. I don't know, it's possible. Maybe she's doing what you're doing, going through doors, trying to find a way. That would be amazing, and honestly, totally like Monica. This food is great, by the way. (laughs) It's not bad in the cold when you're hungry and it's your only option. Hey guys, Jake Fisher here from the Ostium Network. So, like all intelligent people, when I was in high school and college, I played a lot of D&D. I always had a great time, and there was nothing like that friendly banter you get when role-playing in a great fantasy world. I didn't think it was something you could reproduce unless you were actually there. And then I came across Rusty Quill Gaming. It's an actual play podcast featuring tabletop fantasy role-playing from the guys who made the Magnus Archives, another great show I'm a big fan of. It all takes place in an alternate version of London and the world beyond. You've got Zulf, the dwarf cleric, Sel, a half-elf alchemist, Hamid, who's a halfling sorcerer, and the great orc paladin of Aphrodite, a zoo. I've totally gotten sucked into the show, and while I haven't made it through the over 150 episodes yet, I'm making some decent headway. Hearing the rapport with the cast certainly brings back memories of those great D&D days. So that's Rusty Quill Gaming, which you can find wherever you listen to your podcasts, or visit RustyQuill.com for more information. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Didn't you say you could create your own doors? Yeah, I did. But that last time, when it got screwed up and I ended up somewhere I didn't decide, I don't really know what happened. But I can't do it anymore. I remember how I did it, but... When I try, nothing happens. It's like in The Subtle Knife. What? What did you say? The Subtle Knife. It's a book by Philip Pullman. I know what The Subtle Knife is. It's my favorite book. Why are you talking about it? It's the knife. It can cut through reality, take you to another dimension. And then the knife breaks and it doesn't work anymore. I couldn't help thinking it's kind of similar to my situation. (sighs) I'm sorry, it's just... Your favorite book. It's one of my favorites, too. I love the whole trilogy. I can remember reading it for the first time, and each book just blew my mind. As soon as I was done, I just had to tell someone how great they are. Yeah. Someone very important shared those books with me. Who was it? Sarah. She sounds like a special person. Sarah. (laughs) She was one of a kind. Was? The tea should be ready. I didn't mean to upset you. It's fine. Here, drink up. Thank you. I understand if you don't want to talk about Sarah. Uh, It's just... She's far away. And there's not a lot I can do about that here. At the bottom of the world, as far away as possible from anyone else on the planet. Yes, exactly. You can't stay here forever. (laughs) Recent events would disagree with you. Your tea is getting cold. Was it worth it? Was what worth it? If you never see Sarah again, never get to reconnect. If you never have anyone else in your life like her, are you okay with that after having the time that you did together? I don't know. Eventually the pain is... Do you want to see the first book she bought me? The Subtle Knife? I have it in my dorm. That sounds wonderful. I'll be back in a minute. Finish your tea. I sat there and thought about Monica. Matthew's tea wasn't as good as hers, even if it was nice to have a hot drink in a place like this. Were we ever going to be together again? Was she ever going to make me tea again? As I finished off the rest of the tea, my reminiscing was interrupted by something at the bottom of my cup. It looked like a small tab of paper, nothing like your typical tea bag. I heard glass breaking out in the hallway. It was probably nothing, but I figured I should go check it out. The lights started to dim a little. When I walked out of the kitchen, something was different. The hall was longer than I remember it being, and at the end of it stood Matthew, a crutch in one hand, a fire axe in the other. At first I thought you were with the flower company. Somebody sent back to fuck with my head. Time travel? Lost with no way home? But then you started talking about the book. Getting me to think about Sarah? Talking about doors? Even your name, Jake. My grandparents had a dog. His name was Jake. You're not with the company. You're not real. You crawled out of the door. Matthew, put the axe down. I am real. I'm not here to hurt you. I've heard that before. I won't fall for it again. 
The hall continued to stretch. The axe in Matthew's hand started to extend in an impossible way. The lights shot off rays that glowed and dimmed with the beating of my heart. Something was wrong in my head. You drugged me. I wondered why she left those here. Now I understand. I'll leave. Just let me leave and I won't bother you again. Can't risk it. He came at me. Even though he looked far away, I knew my perception wasn't accurate. I turned and ran. At least I tried to. My balance would swing me forward, then back. I would normally be able to outrun him without trouble, what with his broken leg and all, but the hallucinations were getting worse. The doors around me were shaking like hundreds of people were trapped behind them trying to break out. The lights poured liquid radiance over the ground. I tried holding onto the wall. It melted in, breathed against my grip. The whole station was alive, trying to eat me. I needed to get out of here, but I still needed an artifact. I turned the corner and opened the first door I saw. It was a storage closet, and there on top of a cabinet was the exact thing I needed, a clay-white rabbit. I grabbed it and fled back to the hall, only to trip on something. Matthew's crutch. I rolled over and saw him looming above me, only it wasn't quite him. His mouth had taken over his entire face. It opened into an endless voice. His broken leg had white bird wings sprouting from it. The hall curved around him as he brought down the axe. I barely rolled out of the way. The next thing I knew, I was running down the hall. Or was it a tunnel? I could almost feel the grass sprouting from the ground, the ticking of a pocket watch. I clutched the white rabbit in my hand and thought of Alice in Wonderland. I saw a large rabbit hole to my left, and I took it. Matthew's voice came from every surface except for one, a door at the end of the rabbit hole. You won't trick me again. You won't lure me. I'll be waiting for you. You hear me? I'll be waiting. The door was reflective, like a mirror. I used my ability to create an escape. Through the looking glass, I went leaving Antarctica and its prisoner forever. Desperate to find meaning in his life, troubled Matthew Leeds takes a job as the caretaker of an Antarctic research facility. An atmospheric isolation horror following his struggles with mental illness, a broken heart, and the suffocating presence of Station Blue. Did you ever think Antarctica could be haunted? I love this show so much, from the writing, to the sound design, to the acting, to the incredible theme song. It's a whole package of awesomeness that sweeps you away like a wonderful novel. Subscribe and begin your chilling journey. This episode was co-written by Chad Ellis and Alex Talander. The part of Jake is performed by Chris Fletcher. The part of Matthew is performed by Chad Ellis. Sound design was done by Chad Ellis. For a link to a transcript of this episode, please check the show notes. If you enjoy Ostium and would like to support the show, you can do so on our Patreon at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. We updated our reward structure with lots of new bonus goodies, like new miniseries, 
a special Zoomcast about how podcasts are made called From the Sound Up, postcards for patrons, and a Zoom chat with members of Team Ostium and patrons every couple of months. You can find all this and more at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. Thanks for listening, and our next episode will release in two weeks. <laughs>